So maybe you've been decluttering for a while now and there is stuff that you just don't want to part with. Or maybe you're looking around your house thinking, I could never organize and declutter this because I don't want to get rid of X, Y, and Z. Maybe it's your books or other things. Well, today in this episode, we are going to talk about that. And I think my answer to that question is going to surprise you just a little bit. So stay tuned. What does it mean to live differently? Hi, I'm Jenna. Welcome to the Simple Home Podcast. The real reason behind this podcast is to encourage you to live differently. In a society that tells us that more is better and busy is to be expected, I want to give you permission and tips and tricks to help you create a simpler home, simpler days, and cherished moments. Each week, we'll talk about decluttering, organizing, and managing a home. We'll talk about thriving in motherhood, slowing down, and cherishing the journey. Most importantly, we'll have real conversations with real moms who are choosing to live differently and finding joy in motherhood. Take the first step to simplifying your motherhood and head over to athomewithkids.com forward slash resources to find a free resource that's perfect for you in the season that you're in. And stick with me each week as we dive into these topics together. Well, hey there. Welcome to episode 65 of the Simple Home Podcast. In case we haven't met before, my name is Jenna, and I am so glad you are tuning in this week. Whether you've been tuning in for a while now or you're just now finding this podcast, I am so grateful that you're here. Before we jump into our topic today, I had a couple things I wanted to tell you about. First of all, I wanted to tell you about something that's really exciting that's coming up in just a couple weeks. I am hosting a free four-day workshop. It's going to be live with me so I can answer all your questions, and we are going to dive into four areas that are likely holding you back from the simplicity that you crave. So I'm calling this the Simple Home Workshop, and it is four days live with me. We're going to do it inside a private Facebook group, and I will be there to support you through the whole time and help you really put some things into place and put things into action. Because I know right now, especially with school not looking the way it has in the past for most of us, especially here in the U.S., I know that stress levels are high and I don't want your home to be a place that feels so stressful for you. The world is stressful right now but your home can be relaxing. It can be a place where your whole family can just rejuvenate and enjoy time together. And so I want to help you put some things into place so that if you are e-learning or you've decided to homeschool this year or you're trying to work from home or all of the above, you might be doing all of it. Whatever that is, I want your home to feel like a more peaceful place so that those things don't feel so big. So I really hope you'll join me. You can sign up for free by going to athomewithkids.com forward slash simple home workshop. I will also put that link in the show notes. So you can go to athomewithkids.com forward slash episode 65 to find that link. So you just press on that. You'll put your name and email in there so that I know where to send the information and you'll be all signed up and ready to go. There's more information there as well. So if you just want to go and check it out and see if it's right for you, but I really hope you'll join me. I sent this information out last week to my email subscribers and had such a great response. So I'm really excited to dive in with this group and just focus on some simple areas that we can make big change in. So join me for that at homewithkids.com forward slash simple home workshop. 
Now, the second thing I wanted to mention to you guys is I just got in the mail my brand new full focus planner. Now, I don't know about you, but I go through multiple planners every year and I never can quite get the right one. And I was feeling like I needed something this year that was really, really going to help me both keep my work organized, the podcast and my photography stuff, and help me keep my kids learning organized because that's going to look so different this year. And I just want to be on the ball. And so I don't like things that are too complicated. I don't like tons and tons of things to fill out. I don't have time for that. And I'm sure that you don't either. And so I just got this in the mail and I am so excited about it. So I just wanted to let you guys know as well. And if you're looking for something that's going to help you kind of organize this year a little bit differently, I encourage you to check out the full focus planner. You can get $10 off by going to athomewithkids.com forward slash full focus planner. Now, I don't want you just to add another planner to your life, so don't go there if you already have a stack of planners and you're just not sure, but you can check it out, see if it's going to work for you, and they give you examples of all the pages that are in it so you can really see if it's going to work. One thing that I loved about this planner is it runs, instead of a full year, it's a 90-day planner. And so you're setting goals for 90 days and you're really focusing in on those. And there's a place for me to set goals for myself and for my kids' education, how I'm going to make that look this year for my, my physical health or personal goals and also goals around my business. And so I kind of have a couple different goals going all the time, but for different areas of my life. And so I was glad I could focus in on those. So if you're interested to see more, go to athomewithkids.com forward slash full focus planner because I think you're going to love it. Okay, I have one more thing to talk about real quick before we jump into our main topic. And I know this is a lot before the episode even starts, but some of these things I really want you to know about. Now, I have been really thinking on this and I'm not sure exactly how it's going to look, but because school is looking so different for us right now and I'm not even sure um, exactly what that's going to look like for each three of my kids. They're all in different grades. One's going into preschool this year, and things just look a little bit different. And last spring, when stuff changed a bit for school and and the kids were doing e-learning, I didn't feel like I gave it what I could to help them with their education. And I want to make sure that I am 100% there for them this year. So what I've decided to do, at least for the beginning as we get started, is to do this podcast every other week instead of weekly. So I hate to do that, and that has it's cost me a lot of thinking time and just trying to decide what was the best for our family and to keep this podcast going. And I truly love doing this. It's an outlet for me. It's a great way to, you know, talk to all of you and serve you. So I want to continue to do that. But for right now, it's going to be every other week, unless I can throw in a bonus episode here and there, or if school starts and I realize, yeah, I can give the kids my attention with their learning and do the podcast, I will do both. But for all of you moms out there, I'm sure you understand this extra pressure that we're feeling a little bit. And I just want to make sure that my priorities are right. So I'm just going to see how it goes. So every other week after this one will be a brand new podcast episode. And if I can throw others in there, I definitely will. 
Now, the other reason I've made this decision is because I will be starting the Simple Home Reset program in about a month, and I want to make sure that I also can dive in with those students. We had a great group last time, and hopefully we'll add a few more to the group this time, and I just want to make sure that I can give them the attention that they need as well. And so having schooling being at home and that on my plate, I know that this is an area I might have to back off on for just a little bit. So if you want to still hear from me weekly, make sure to go to athomewithkids.com and sign up for my newsletter. Choose one of the free resources on the resource page and sign up. And then I will still be, you know, giving out stuff every week, um, just communicating with you on what's going on. So you can do that. All right, that was a ton. I almost did a whole episode just with me talking, um, giving you some news. So let's dive into the topic today. And what we're talking about today is what to do when you just don't want to let go of something. You may have a collection of something. You might have art supplies. You might have a big wall of books. And every time you look at it, you feel a little bit guilty that you're holding on to it, but also you just don't want to let it go. It's too hard to let go of, or you just, you want to have it at your house. Have you ever thought this? Like when you're trying to minimize stuff, have you ever thought, but I love all this stuff. I love all these books, or I love all this fabric and I don't want to get rid of it. If you have, you're not alone. We all go through that. I have stuff that I'm not parting with because I love it and I want to keep it. So here is what I tell people that ask me that. What do I do when I just can't let go? I tell them to keep it. (laughs) Now, I know that that's probably not the advice that you were thinking you were going to hear, but there is no rule that says you have to get rid of everything in order to live a simpler life. You can have collections. You can have hobbies. You can have walls full of books if that's what makes you happy. The problem is when these items become clutter, stuff that's taking up space that you wish you had or taking up your time or causing you stress is clutter. Stuff that you have that you love and enjoy is not clutter. So there's the difference. If you have something that you love that you don't want to part with and it is not causing you stress and overwhelm and taking up space you wish you had, then hold on to it. On the other hand, if you have stuff that you're just struggling to let go of because of guilt or you can't emotionally let yourself let go of it, it makes you sad or reminds you of something too much, or you're struggling through some of those other issues, that's a different problem that can be addressed. But what we're talking about here is stuff that you actually love to have and you just feel like, oh, because I want to live simpler, I probably shouldn't have this many holiday decorations or whatever it is, if it brings you joy and you love having it, you love looking at it, then hold on to it. So recently, and the thing that kind of prompted me to do this podcast episode was that I was reading an article in Country Living and it talked about a trend of collecting things like this being a new trend that people want to collect things. And it showed images of old tool collections and basket collections and all kinds of things that people had in their homes. And what all of these collectors had in common is that they were filling up a whole wall or a whole space with these items. Like they just decorated the whole wall with baskets or with all these old tools and just kind of collaged their space with them. And it brought them joy. They loved sitting in those rooms and looking at those things. They didn't have boxes of these collections stashed in the garage or in the attic. They had them out where they could enjoy them. 
So if you have something like that that you love, then keep it out and enjoy it. Showcase it so that when people come over, they get to see these things that you love. They get to know a little bit more about you. If you have a bookshelf and you love collecting antique books, display them on those bookshelves. Don't hide them away because you don't have the room for them. Now, if there's other things taking up your space that you don't love as much, see if you can make some room. Get rid of the things that you don't love as much so that you can showcase your most prized possessions. Even if it's a bunch of the same thing, if it brings you joy and you love it and you love looking at it, then go ahead and keep it. All right, let's talk about some practical tips for knowing what to keep and what to let go of and how to enjoy the things that you have, because I know that's going to be the next question after I tell you, just go ahead and keep it. Now you're thinking, well, what, what do I do? So you can ask yourself these questions. Does this stuff bring me stress? So if you have a closet full of clothes because you love clothes and you enjoy getting dressed and having lots of choices, then that's great. But if you feel guilty when you look in your closet, maybe because of the money that you've spent and never worn these items, or maybe you feel shame because you no longer have that pre-baby body and you can't fit into those clothes, or if it's hard for you to get dressed in the morning, then you should let go of your clothes collection because it's not allowing you to enjoy it. So you need to be able to create a closet that makes you feel good. If that closet is full of clothes and you love it, keep that clothes collection. If it's not, minimize your clothes collection so that it gets to a point where you truly do love it. So that question again is, does this stuff bring me stress? Now, the second question I want you to ask is, do you have a place to display this stuff? How could you enjoy it more? So if you're thinking that you have a great collection of something, whatever that might be, maybe it's antiques or maybe it's records and they're just living in boxes somewhere because you don't have the space, think about how you could make the space to bring them out into your life. Now, sometimes we can't just make space. Sometimes we live in a small area and there's nothing that we can really do about that. So maybe we need to make the collection a little more minimal and not keep as many of the item. But a lot of times it's just because we have a lot of other stuff that we don't care about that's taking up the space. So if there's a way that you can bring it out and enjoy it, then bring it out and enjoy it. And think about your walls a little bit here because I loved that example in the Country Living article where The woman had just baskets all over her walls in this one room. It was a sunroom and it looked beautiful and she loved going in there. Another gentleman had those antique tools just all over on the walls kind of displaying them. You could do that similarly with with old board games or records or different things that you collect. You can have them out as displayed items as kind of artwork on your walls if you prefer, if you don't have as much other space. So you kind of have to be creative and think through that a little bit and you might have to minimize your collection or you might have to minimize other clutter in your home a little bit, but think about how you might be able to actually enjoy the items. Next, I want you to ask yourself, why do I collect these things? Do I still love and appreciate them? So sometimes we just collect things because that's what we've always done or we used to really love it and now we just kind of, you know, keep finding those items. I can give you an example of this. It might be something like Pyrex dishes or another simple item like that where maybe you kind of used to love going treasure hunting. Like before you had kids and you'd go to garage sales and thrift stores and you'd find these items and you loved it. 
And then you kind of just kept doing it because when you saw them, you were like, oh yeah, I collect those. I'm going to get another one. Now, if you collect Pyrex dishes, I'm not saying you can't do that anymore. I'm just throwing this out as an example. You know, when we have kind of like that treasure hunt mentality and we used to do it, sometimes we don't let that go. We just keep finding those items um, and we just keep collecting them. So sometimes we really do have to stop and ask ourselves, why do I collect these things and do I still love and appreciate them? I can give you another example kind of from my childhood. So when I was young, I collected keychains and I actually still have the collection now because my kids love it. So they, they kind of have it now. Um, but I collected these keychains and forever I did that when I was real little, if we would go on a trip or if somebody else would go on a trip, they'd bring it to me or whatever the case was. I had all these keychains hanging. And then at some point it just became like everybody would give me keychains when they went somewhere. And I would buy keychains when I went somewhere because it was like a habit. I felt like I had to do it no matter where I went, even though I was older and it, it wasn't as fun anymore, or I didn't necessarily love the collection anymore. I kind of just felt like I had to keep this collection going. So I, of course, gave that up and I don't do that now because it wasn't as important to me anymore. Um, but that's just an example. You, you do sometimes have to kind of stop and step back a little bit and decide, is this really intentional for me now? Or is this something I cared about before and I can let go of now? Or I can stop collecting and just keep what I have. So think through that question a little bit. The fourth question I want you to answer is, do I need this large of a collection? Because remember, we don't treasure things we have an abundance of. So do you need 500 keychains or could you go through the collection and keep five or six of them and remember that time when you loved collecting them and not have to have all of them? So think about that a little bit with your collection or your item that you're having trouble getting rid of. Maybe it's not that you can't get rid of any of it, Maybe you just want to hold on to some of it and that will make you feel good too. So how many of that item do you really need? The next question I want you to answer, and this one's going to take a little thought, is how would I feel if I let, let it go? Like how would that feel? Would I be really, really sad? Would I regret it? Would I feel like I've lost something? Or would there be some kind of relief there? Like, oh, I thought I had to have all this stuff and now I don't really. Now it'll go either way, depending on how much you care about that collection and either way is fine, but really think through that question a little bit. How would it feel if I let this go? And the next question I want you to ask is, is there a way to enjoy these items without having to own them? Stephen Wright said this quote, I have the world's largest collection of seashells. I keep it scattered on the world's beaches. Perhaps you've seen it. And when I heard this quote, it was several years ago, um, kind of during while I was minimizing stuff, but I wasn't quite as serious about it then. And I really thought about that. Like, do I really have to own it to appreciate it? And one thing that I did after I heard that quote is I went ahead and got rid of a lot of our children's books, not because I don't care about my kids reading. I want my kids to love reading and have an abundance of different texts in our home. But what I quickly realized, I heard that text and kids books were something that was really hard for me to get rid of. I kind of prided myself on the collection I had grown. I was an elementary school teacher, so I had tons of great books for my kids. And what I realized is that there were too many and they did not go through them to find the one they wanted to read because there's so many books. And the other thing I realized is, do I want to really keep buying 
all these new books and just storing them? Or could I not own them and still appreciate them using the library? Libraries are unbelievable resources that get very underlooked. And so I decided one day I was going to give my books to somebody else who could use them, a family or a teacher who needed books, and we were going to use the library. We kept about 25 books that my kids love or that we've read a million times, you know, as as stories and they're all torn up and kind of hold memories. We kept those books and really it might have been less than 25. So we don't have very many that we actually own. And now we go to the library as a family every single week. Now, because the coronavirus pandemic has happened, you know, there was a time where we couldn't go to the library and I thought, oh man, I got rid of all of our books and now we can't even go to the library. Um, We did go and check out tons of books right before we knew it was going to close, but still that kind of threw us off a little, but there's other great resources like Epic. Epic is something we use at home. It's online and I'm a big fan of holding books in hands, but During that time when we couldn't go check out books, we had a subscription to Epic and it's cheaper than Netflix and there's thousands of amazing books on there. Even my youngest who can't read yet was able to listen to books. Um, It'll read to you. We can read them together and all of that. So that's an awesome resource if you want to get rid of some books at home um, also. So that you can go to athomewithkids.com forward slash Epic to learn more about it and get a free trial. It's awesome for all of that. But That was something that when I heard Stephen Wright's quote, I was able to let go of those kids' books. I had been holding on to them because they did bring me joy. But what I realized is books can still bring me joy. Kids' books can bring me joy. I love the experience of going to the library every week and picking out brand new ones and getting ones that I've never heard of and trying out new authors and all of that. And we wouldn't have that same experience with books if I just owned all the books at home because I wouldn't be buying brand new books every single week and we've been able to check out books about other cultures and different things that you know wouldn't necessarily be in our collection all the time just brand new so it's just been great to be able to let that go and I don't think I could have done that without Stephen Wright saying you know you don't really have to own it yourself (laughs) like I have the world's largest collection of seashells because I just enjoy them when I go to the beach. So anyways, I just wanted to throw that out there because I think sometimes we hold on to things because we think we can't let them go. But if we truly think about it, we can enjoy so many things even when they're not in our house, in our possession, and then more people enjoy them as well. So once you've decided, once you've gone through these questions and you've decided what's worth keeping, then you need to find a way to enjoy them. Because remember, we can't enjoy it if it's just shoved in boxes in the basement. And so I really do, after you've gone through these and you've thought, you know what? No, I really do want to keep this certain thing, whatever that item is. I really do want to keep it. Then how can you enjoy it in your house? So you could display it on a shelf. You could create a wall like we talked about. You might place them throughout your home. Like get rid of the other knickknacks that you have. And maybe maybe you have a collection of willow tree you know, wood statues or of little plants or whatever it might be, just kind of place them throughout your house. So as you walk through your house, you feel joyful when you look at them. So you can do a multitude of different things to make sure that your beloved treasured items are out so you can see them and enjoy them. But that is the next step. So once you've gone through those questions with yourself, then you've got to figure out how you're going to enjoy them.
So really quick, because I feel like I was talking at like supersonic speed during this episode for some reason, I'm just going to tell you the questions one more time. So how you're going to tell if it's worth keeping or not. Here's your quick questions. Ask yourself, does this stuff bring you stress? If it does, it's probably not worth keeping. Ask yourself, do you have a place to display this stuff and how could you enjoy it more? If you don't have a place for it, it might not be worth keeping. Ask, why do I collect these things? Do I still love and appreciate them? Ask yourself, do you need this large of a collection? Ask, how would you feel if you let it go? And lastly, ask, is there a way to enjoy these items without having to own them? So once you've done that, I think you'll have a good idea as to whether or not you really want to hold on to it. And if you do, it's okay. Hold on to it. You don't have to get rid of everything. Just figure out how you can enjoy it more so it's not stuffed in a box somewhere where you're wishing that you had it out. So think about how you could enjoy it more. All right, that is it for this episode today. Remember, after this episode, we're going to go to every other week. Of course, I will um, look at doing it every week again real soon if I can make everything work together. I just want to make sure, at least for the start of this, I know my kids are feeling a little bit crazy too. Everything's different for them. I just want to give them the support that I can and not be worrying about other things so I can really focus on that. So I will be with you every other week for the time being, and I will put out bonus episodes if I can, or go back to weekly as soon as I can as well. I truly appreciate you for listening and just really want to bring you content that you want. So if you could take a minute to go leave a rating and a review on iTunes and just let me know what's the next thing you want to hear about. What are you struggling with right now that we could simplify? Because that is the whole purpose of this podcast and I want to make your life simpler. I know it's not going to be easier, but we certainly can simplify some things. Also, don't forget to sign up for the free workshop by going to athomewithkids.com forward slash simple home workshop and I can't wait to bring that to you live as well so we can dig deep into some of these topics and just simplify your home. All right, thanks so much for listening and I can't wait to talk to you next time. Thank you for joining me on the Simple Home Podcast this week. It truly is a blessing to have you here. If you've been enjoying this podcast and found encouragement here, can you take a moment to leave a rating and a review on iTunes? This is how podcasts grow and how they reach larger audiences. And I am so thankful to get to work with so many women and spread this message. So if you have a moment, head to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. I love to read what you have to say, and I might just spotlight you on an upcoming episode. Also, if you think a friend could use this kind of encouragement, go ahead and share it with them. Tell them about the podcast. Tag me on Instagram with a picture of you listening. Whatever we can do to encourage more women to live differently. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next week.